0: Hello! Welcome to the Mindful Motherhood Podcast. I invite you to stop, breathe, and mindfully explore ways to better understand and manage the daily struggles of motherhood. I'm your host, Maggie Metz. Today we're going to cover progressive muscle relaxation and have a conversation with my friend, Hannah Brown, about working mamas. I invite you now to practice with me a basic mindfulness technique, progressive muscle relaxation. If you are able, find a comfortable seated position. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down away from your ears. Close your eyes. Now begin taking deep cycles of breath, inhaling through your nose, and exhaling through your nose. Do your best to maintain these deep cycles of breath throughout this entire exercise. Begin to notice how your body feels in this upright seated position. Notice places where you are feeling tight. those places where your body holds on to tension. Some common culprits can be the neck, shoulders, back, hips, and maybe even the hands. Take just a moment to notice the places where you feel tight without any judgment at all simply noticing the tightness. Breathe in deeply as you bring awareness to the tension and exhale fully as you keep your awareness on that particular part of the body. Now we are going to begin moving through various parts of the body with the intention of tensing to relax. First, bring all of your attention and awareness to your neck and shoulders. Take a moment to notice how they feel. To the best of your ability, Consciously tighten the muscles in your neck and shoulders as tight as you possibly can. Squeezing as hard as you can, pulling the shoulders up to the ears. Take a deep breath in and hold. One, two, three, four, five. Now exhale and release all of the air from your lungs, letting go of the tension you have purposely built up in your neck and shoulders. Feel free to roll the shoulders to help loosen them back up. Now take a moment to notice the sensation in your neck and shoulders. Linger there, taking one more deep breath in and then fully expel all of the air from your lungs. Next, bring all of your attention and awareness to your arms and hands, taking a moment to notice how they feel best of your ability, consciously tighten all of the muscles in your arms and hands as tight as you possibly can. Tensing the arms, making fists with the hands. Take a deep breath in and hold. One, two, three, four, five. Now exhale and release all of the air from your lungs, letting go of the tension you have purposely built up in your arms and hands. Feel free to move the arms and wiggle the fingers to help loosen them back up. Now, Take a moment to notice the sensation in your arms and hands. Linger there, taking one more deep breath in and then fully expel all of the air from your lungs. Moving on, bring all of your attention and awareness to your core your back and your belly. Take a moment to notice how they feel. To the best of your ability, consciously tighten those core muscles as tight as you possibly can. Pull the abs in, really straighten and tense the back. Take a deep breath in and hold. One, two, three, four, five. Now exhale and release all the air from your lungs, letting go of the tension you have purposely built up in your core. Feel free to arch your back, and gently twist the spine to loosen them back up. Now, take a moment to notice the sensation in your core, your back and your belly. Linger there, taking one more deep breath in, and then fully expel all of the air from your lungs. Next, bring all of your attention and awareness to your legs and feet. Take a moment to notice how they feel. To the best of your ability, consciously tighten the muscles in your legs and feet as tight as you possibly can squeezing them as hard as you can, engaging all of the muscles. Take a deep breath in and hold. One, two, three, four, five. Now exhale and release all of the air from your lungs, letting go of the tension you have purposely built up in your legs and feet. Feel free to straighten and then bend the legs and wiggle the toes to loosen them back up. Now take a moment to notice the sensation in your legs and feet. Linger there, taking one more deep breath in and then fully expel all of the air from your lungs. Now, as you continue taking deep cycles of breath, take a few moments to notice how your body is feeling. Notice places where tension has been released. Gently comparing how you feel now to how you felt at the beginning of the exercise. Hopefully, after engaging in this mindfulness practice, you feel more calm and relaxed. That some of the tension throughout your body has melted away. Progressive muscle relaxation is a great way to check in with yourself and notice certain areas of the body that carry stress can help you to release and relax on those nights when you're tossing and turning in bed and just can't seem to fall asleep. Today we have a special guest, Hannah Brown, with us to talk about being a working mama. Hannah is a mama of two beautiful and active girls, wife to a nerdy scientist, and fur mama to a dog, cat, and guinea pig. She works full-time as an oncology nurse navigator and is a self-proclaimed coffee addict. In her spare time, she loves to read and watch movies. She's also a huge sports fan, and her favorite food is ice cream. Now, without further ado, Hannah, welcome to the Mindful Motherhood podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be a part of your podcast and to call you my friend.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I obviously brought you on here today to talk about You're being a working mama and kind of what that looks like. So why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about what it is that you do?
1: I am an oncology nurse navigator. I work with patients that have head and neck cancers as well as all lung cancers. I basically help coordinate their care from the start of their diagnosis until they're finished with their treatment and enter into a period called survivorship. So that job is a Monday through Friday, 8 to 4.30-ish job. I'm definitely expected to stay late when a patient needs me or come in early when a patient needs me. And then there's all the various tasks that get added to my day as well.
0: Wow. Wow. I knew what you did, but I didn't, you know, that's a lot. Yeah. And it's yeah. a lot of carry and I'm sure that there's carryover into your day to day. Because I remember even when I was practicing as a therapist, it's like clients were going through a lot and you care about them Yeah, and they're not friends or family, but you still care about people and love people. And mm-hmm that is a lot to carry so I just respect you even more than I oh my goodness (laughs) it's just you're a champion and I'm thankful for you that there are people like you out there because I don't think I could be a nurse
1: I really don't (laughs) there are days I don't want to be anymore but that's just you know I think that's part of it like Currently this, this season, there's a lot of death and, um, end of life discussions with patients right? and that's really hard. But then like next month I might have like 15 people who are in complete remission. So it waxes and leans. And so there's really hard seasons of it. And then there's really joyous seasons, which is life. Mm -hmm. Um, so Yeah, yeah, so true.
0: What would you say is the most challenging part for you about being a working mama?
1: I think in each season of my life as a nurse, it's been different. When I had my first daughter, I definitely struggled a lot with mom guilt and the mom guilt then looked more like Am I doing enough to provide for my daughter? I was failing at breastfeeding. I was having to give formula all the time. I was just so stressed out about everything being perfect for her. Mm-hmm. And in this season, it's it's starting to go back to that cycle where the mom guilt is just there. And I feel like there's so many ideals pushed upon us as moms working That you're supposed to be the perfect mom and wife, but you're also supposed to be the perfect person at work. Mm -hmm. And that is just unrealistic and a complete lie, but I struggle with that the most. Like currently, I am pumping with the haka's on right now. So that (laughs) way I will have enough milk for my daughter tomorrow while she goes to the sitter while I'm at work, as I just did not have enough time to pump at work. So there's just a never ending list of things that I feel like I'm not doing good enough or well enough as a working mom. But mm-hmm. if I was a stay at home mom, I don't know that I would get all those jobs done either. So I think it's just the lies that you tell yourself as a mom in general.
0: Yeah, I definitely, cause I'm not a working mama, at least not outside the home. I think It is so universal, the the mom guilt that creeps in and whether you work outside of the home or work inside the home, because no matter if you have a job title other than mom, it is work. I think there's just a degree of guilt that creeps in regardless, but especially when there are two hats that you have to put on every day, right? Because there's just that added element of kind of two worlds that you have to be different in both of them. But at the same time, they both have to work together. And I just think that would be kind of difficult to manage because from a stay-at-home mom perspective there's just one hat that I'm wearing. And of course I have, you know, relationships outside of my house and friends and family that I can kind of find an identity outside of the home, but how much more for especially full-time working mom to have to juggle both of those hats day in and day out.
1: Yeah. I, I definitely struggle. Like when I'm at work, I want to be fully present at work and, you want to say I check my personal life at the door, but you just can't do that as a mom. You can't put your phone down and just leave it at your desk. Like it has to be with you. You are wondering if somebody is going to call that your kid is sick at school, especially now, mm-hmm. even more so. It's like, oh no, she sneezed this morning. Like, <laughs> yeah. is is this going to be the end? Is there going to be? like now she's quarantined or just like the little things. What if she falls on the playground and gets hurt and wants her mom Mm -hmm. um, to, oh my goodness, did I pack enough diapers in the diaper bag today? So it's just that constant struggle. But then when you're at home, you're worrying about, well, I am worrying about like my work life, like, are they yeah. going to be mad that I wasn't there? Is somebody else having to do my job? Mm-hmm. So there's just this constant tug of war battle. I feel like in in life in general, like as a mom, like, are you doing this right? And are you giving too much here? Or should you be giving more in this direction?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: it's yeah. definitely a struggle.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what are some things that have been helpful for you in kind of overcoming some of those challenges? And I know it's a process of of figuring it out, but is there anything that you have found helpful as you kind of try and juggle both of those hats of being a mom when you're home and then being a nurse when you're at work?
1: i I think the most important thing is communication with my husband and just being honest about what I can give and what I can't because Mm -hmm. there are times where I'm just completely spent from a day at work because with cancer, there's not always good days. There's a lot of bad days and sad days and hard days. And it's hard to just leave that at work and come home and pretend the world is full of sunshine and roses. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my kids to think that the world is sunshine and roses or I want them to see the sunshine and roses, but I don't want them to just think there's nothing bad's ever going to happen. So just being honest with them and like letting them know, hey, mommy had a really hard day today. And what I would like most is to snuggle with you or to just go take a shower for 10 minutes by myself. And my husband's really great at being like, okay, Elsie is our oldest. You can't go upstairs and see mom right now. Like she's going to take a shower and she wants to be alone. Mm -hmm. And he just takes care of everything else during that time so that I can have like a 10 minute alone time where then I can just regroup. So I... I think the biggest thing that helps me is just being open and honest and communicating my needs because when I don't, then it just leads to like bickering and Mm -hmm. stress and high anxiety. But my favorite thing to do to unwind is literally to just put on like a deep cleansing mask and take a hot bath and listen to a podcast and just sit in quiet and be alone for 10 minutes. Yeah, And that's my favorite thing to do, to de-stress and unwind. And even 10 minutes, I just feel so rejuvenated and refreshed after that, that I can deal with a six-year-old asking 800 questions and a crying baby. And none of that stuff bothers me anymore because I've had that little bit of recharge of alone time.
0: I love that so much, your picture of self-care And I guess it kind of just brings to my mind that self-care looks different for everybody, but just the importance of finding what it is that you need specifically, because it can look so different and really, you know yourself best. And so if you can think of all right, what is really going to help me to just zone out and clear my head and relax? And probably whatever it is that comes to mind is the right thing. So I I am glad that you know that about yourself and what it is that you need. And the fact that it can recharge you in as little as 10, 15 minutes is amazing. I think that kind of speaks to your ability to just kind of read yourself and your self awareness that you know exactly what it is that you need, and in such a short time frame that it can help you to reset your mind to to a healthier place. I think um, that just really speaks to your knowledge of self and just how mature you are as far as self care. Thanks for sharing about that.
1: Yeah, I think it is the most important thing is to not compare yourself to someone else. So what works for me might not work for you or anyone else listening to this, but you have to figure out what works for you and your family. And you have to remember, like you have to take care of yourself. You can't give to others what you don't have. So I think that's just one of the biggest life lessons I've learned. If I need 30 minutes and you need five, that's okay. It doesn't matter. Like take the time you need to for yourself to de-stress and unwind. Mm -hmm. Yes. So true. So very true.
0: Well, Hannah, thank you so much for chatting with me today and for sharing a little piece of your motherhood journey with us.
1: Absolutely. I'm so excited for your podcast and I can't wait to subscribe
0: oh thank you (laughs) you're welcome thank you so much for listening and for taking the time to pause and turn inward today it is so important to remember to take care of yourself in the midst of caring for everyone else A special thanks to my friend Hannah Brown for being willing to share with us about the challenges of being a working mama. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe so you'll never miss a single mindful moment. For more mindful motherhood content, you can find me on Instagram at Maggie Metz. Until next time. Be mindful, Mama.